and welcome to the Joey Miller Podcast. I am so happy that you tuned in with us today. We have so much to talk about out of God's Word, and you are going to be blessed. But let me just remind you, before we jump in, don't forget to check out joeymiller.co for all sorts of resources, from merch to Bible studies to podcast notes to blogs. You will be blessed, so check it out today. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. If you're enjoying it and you want to share it with a friend, a great way to let us know is to like it, to share it, and to subscribe. So make sure you do that as well. Well, let's get into the Word together. Today we are talking all about calling. What on earth were you put on this planet to fulfill in your generation? We're going to be talking about it today. You know, I have to laugh because I am horrible at passwords. I'm constantly having to reset passwords. I forget my Apple ID probably weekly. And we always laugh because it always uh, triggers security questions. And one of the security questions is always, what did you want to be when you were growing up? And I laugh because you would think I would know the answer to that question, but it changed. You know, it depends on what day that I registered that security question as to what I was feeling for that day. And that's how life can be. Some days you wake up and you're like, I want to do this with my life, or maybe I want to do that with my life. And at the heart of it, we all want to know what our purpose, what our calling is. I love 1 Corinthians 7.17 in the Amplified Version. It says, Let each one live the life which the Lord has assigned him into which God has called him. For each person is unique and accountable for his choices and conduct. Let him walk in this way. And today we're going to talk about the difference between just uh, choosing a career And really discovering what your calling is. I love the quote. It says this, some wake up to an alarm clock and some wake up to a calling. That whenever your life uh, has meaning, whenever you connect to your God-given purpose, uh, everything seems uh, to click in a new way. John uh, 17 says this, I glorified you on earth having accomplished the work that you have given me to do. And we're going to talk about this today. You know, there's three kind of people in the world. There's the people who have a job and and you earn a living and you don't really think about it and you go do your job and then you come home from your job. And then there's the kind of people who are building a career, that they're uh, heading in a direction where they know where they want to go and there's a almost a finish line or a definition of success attached at the end of it. And then there's the third kind of person who fulfills the calling that's upon their life. And this quote is so true. It just really wraps it all up. It says, purpose is where deep gladness meets great need. Purpose is where deep gladness meets great need. And I love that concept because when you when you understand why God created you and you walk with him, uh, then you get a great a sense of joy from doing what you were created to do. It's when that deep gladness meets great need. It's understanding that the the talents and the giftings that you have, the passions that you have were given to you to meet a need in the generation in which God placed you. God could have placed you at any point in time and he put you in your generation for a reason. And, you know, once you understand that reason, you really start to connect to the why. 
to the to the passion behind your purpose, to understanding uh, the drive uh, that's inside of you, the fulfillment that comes uh, when you do certain things. And, you know, your your why, your, your passion, your purpose, your calling is always connected to something bigger uh, than you. It's always connected in so- to something bigger than uh, maybe a job that you clock in and out of. It's 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 connected to uh, why you're on planet Earth. And, and Aristotle said this, where our talents and the needs of the world cross, that's where we find our purpose. I love that. Where our talents and the needs of the world cross is where we find the purpose that God has given us. Ephesians 1.9 says this, He made known to us the mystery of His will, the mystery of His will according to His kind intervention it purposed in him. And, and to know that, that God, he's making it known to us. He wants to reveal it to us. He's not trying to hide your calling from you. And a lot of times, you know, we're trying uh, to discover our calling where if we would sit back and we would uh, observe our own life, if we would observe our own passions, if we would observe the things that come naturally to us, I feel like it would be less of a uh, less of an effort to try to discover and more of a listening to our life that's already talking to us. And John Maxwell said this, he said, your purpose is to be the salt in the light of the world, to make this world better, right? Salt adds and, and makes everything better and brighter, that your purpose adds a positive contribution to the people around you. So let's take a look at some characteristics of a calling. Let's take a look uh, really quickly. And you might say, I don't know what my calling is. I don't know what my passions are. I don't even know what I'm good at. But I want to listen. I want to figure out what my life is already speaking to me. And and so number one is this. If you're looking for the characteristics of your calling, it matches perfectly who you are. It matches who you are. You know, I remember being in sixth grade band and chorus, and I thought I was a great singer, and I, I was in uh, trying out for the band, and I remember uh, the the teacher, the music teacher instructor told me, he said, Joey, you're tone deaf. Like, you can't, you can't be in the band. This just isn't for you. And, and I was discovering that, okay, I guess my calling isn't in music. I'm not going to, my calling isn't going to be something that's a mismatch of what I naturally am good at. It's not going to be something so out of my scope and my realm that, that I have to suffer through it. I feel like a lot of times as Christians, we think, our purpose has to be something that we don't naturally enjoy or something that we have to strive so hard to be good at. And we compare ourselves to other people and we, we think, well, you know, if my purpose was their purpose, then I would be happy. When, when God has created you uniquely and crafted you so that when you start to discover what your purpose is, it's like a hand fitting into a glove perfectly. It matches who you are. So, you know, one of the tips is to really become self-aware of of what God has naturally gifted you at, to ask yourself some questions. Maybe ask a friend who's close to you some of these questions about yourself. You know, what what do people naturally think that you're good at? What do people naturally come to you for help in 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 what areas? You know, is is someone always asking you if an outfit looks good? Maybe you're naturally good at fashion. 
Maybe someone's always asking you to bake a cake for them. You're naturally good at baking cakes. You know, nobody is coming up to me and asking me to sing for offertory. That could tell me that probably part of my calling and, and my giftings don't have to do with music once again. You know, what do people naturally come to you for help for? That'll tell you what what just your your talents and your giftings are speaking to you if you take the time to listen. What lights you up? What makes you excited? That's connected to your purpose. Uh, If you get super passionate about certain things, maybe a conversation when it comes up, uh, you just light up on the inside. What is it? What is the area that you're self-motivated in that nobody has to tell you, look, you have to be here by this time, be early. No, you're already excited to do it. You're excited to pick up the book about that topic What is that area that you're motivated in? Ask yourself, if you could do one thing for the rest of your life, what would that thing be? What would that be? If you could handcraft and hand tailor uh, your calling, what would that look like? You know, God wants to give that to you. He works within our desires. And like I said before, don't don't fall into the trap of thinking, well, if I like it and if I actually enjoy it, then it can't be what God has called me to do because God just wants me to suffer through life, right? No, God wants you to enjoy the life that he has given you. So number one was it's going to match perfectly who you are. And number two is this, it's going to be a passion to you. And uh, a lot of people say to do the sleepless night test. What is the thing that when you wake up in the middle of the night that you are just thinking about all the time? That something that makes you uh, come alive on the inside. What What is that thing? What What is the point the things that point to passion in your life? What is that thing that makes your heart uh, so excited? What is that thing that frustrates you? Did you know that frustration is uh, an arrow towards your passion? If there's uh, injustice or something that really just always frustrates you, then maybe you were put in your generation to solve that problem, to take on that injustice you maybe your anointing is to take out that giant whatever that thing is that's frustrating to you what are the things that that you have gained victory over through struggle that's a passion to you maybe you know maybe you were uh, dealt with depression and you overcame it through Jesus Christ well now you go back and maybe part of your purpose is to 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 steward that passion towards breaking other people free letting them know that they can have freedom in Christ too what does your passion point to in your life. You know, the Bible talks about that. It says that that actually when we delight ourselves in the Lord, Psalm uh, the Psalm say that Psalm 34 says that when you delight yourself in the Lord that he will give you the desires of your heart. That that whenever you're serving him, God works in our desires. A lot of times my desire has actually been the motivating force that actually pushes me towards what God has for my life, that that his purpose revealed uh, in and to me comes through my desire as I'm seeking him, as I'm living for him, as I'm yielding to him and obeying him, then I, then I can start to trust the desires that he's put in my heart are actually 
pushing me towards uh, what he has called me to do. And so learn to trust and listen to the desires that are inside of your heart. And another uh, point, number three, is that your calling isn't always about you. In fact, it's never about you. Your calling brings contribution to the world around you. You know, that, that you understand that that if we just make life about ourselves, we get depressed, we get uh, hopeless. It's, it's not just a self-consumption uh, uh, calling. It, it's, it's not about what I can become and how great I can be. It's about what mark, what, what, thumb, what thumbprint can I leave on the people in the world around me? It's not about you. Think about that. Take, take your purpose and put it in the context of contribution and understand that there's people waiting for you to obey what God has put in your heart to walk in. And when you understand that, there's a fresh, uh, there's a fresh just a wind behind you, a fresh motivation that, wow, you know what? I need to start walking out my calling. Number four is this, that it will always take you out of your comfort zone. So it will be naturally a fit for you. It'll be a perfect fit, but it will stretch you out of your comfort zone. It will take you to places where you're like, you know what? I just don't know if I'm comfortable doing this. I don't know if I have the capacity doing this. Well, you know, your calling should make you lean on the Lord, right? That that you're not, yes, that the gifts are inside of you, the talents are within you, but there should be an aspect where we're saying, God, like I need you. I need you to to amplify my talents. I need you to help me become better. I, I need you. If, if, if you're not there, I'm going to fall flat on my face uh, in this area. So knowing that your calling is always going to take you out of the level of comfort. People ask me all the time, well, how do I know? How do I know this is my purpose? How do I know this is the job I should take? How do I know this is the school I should go to? How do I know that this is what God's calling me to do? And I always say this, that you're always going to have an element where you need to take that step of faith, that step of faith. Listen, if you knew that that how everything was going to turn out, you wouldn't have to have faith in God. You wouldn't have to lean into him. So you will always only be probably about 80 to 90% sure of your decision. There will always be that 10 to 20% margin that is a step of faith. But whenever you know that it's bigger than you, that it's out of your comfort zone, that then you lean on the Lord and he is faithful. He'll he'll connect you to where you need to be. You'll think it's just happenstance. You'll think it's just coincidence, but no, it's God making up the difference where you didn't know how it was going to work out or if you were going to be able to do it, God will make up the difference. The next point is this number 5 is your calling changes your perspective that that whenever you connect to your calling it's not about what you have to do in life it's not about you know oh man I, I have to wake up I'm just living the dream no you really are living the dream when you connect to your calling you find your want to obligation becomes opportunity whenever you connect to your calling it's not about what you have to do anymore it's about what you get to do that you get to be a part uh, of of a beautiful uh, contribution to your generation number six is this calling gives you purpose it gives you purpose it keeps you productive just not 
busy and you know it keeps you focused on the why in your life and purpose will keep you motivated it'll keep you uh, living with the right priorities it'll keep you uh, making sure your habits are good habits to set you up for success long story short purpose will help you to live an intentional life an intentional life I love this quote by Parker Parker Palmer it says before I can tell my life what it's going to do I need to listen to it. I need to listen to it. I need to listen to what I am naturally telling myself that my purpose is. The next point is this, that your calling, number seven, will always bring fulfillment in your life. It'll be that aha moment where you you think, this is what I was born to do. You know, I think about the athlete who, who was a, he was a runner and his, his sister would always say to him, you know, you need to spend more time in the word. You need to spend more time uh, in prayer. And he said, I feel the pleasure of God when I run. And yes, you need to pray. You need to read. But, but what he was saying was he knew that when he ran, it was connected to his God-given purpose. And he felt the pleasure of God. There was something about it that brought fulfillment to his life. You know, what is that thing that when you do it, you were like, wow, this is complete fulfillment. This is what I was called to planet earth for was to fulfill this calling. And so really learning to flourish in that, really learning to hear from the Lord and and to study your your life and to be self-aware and say, you know what, I'm going to, uh, like Parker Palmer said, I'm going to listen to my life. I'm going to look at my life and say, God, you have made me beautifully and wonderfully that you have giftings and callings, Ephesians 2.10, that you have set aside for me to walk in. And instead of struggling, instead of striving, instead of spending all of my prayer time uh, asking God, what is my purpose? What is my calling? What is my purpose? Some of us, we spend so much time on that. And God's saying, would you just relax? Would you just abide in me? Would you just delight yourself in me? And I'm going to give you every desire of your heart. I'm going to connect you to what that purpose is, to what that passion is for your life. And when you do, when you realize that what you were what you were created here on earth to do has a kingdom ramification, that there is purpose to your obedience, there is nothing like it. So I pray today that you would just uh, really step back, that you would say, Lord, thank you for the way that you created me. Thank you for the purpose that you have for my life. I know you have a specific purpose purpose, a specific contribution that you've put me on earth for. And just like 1 Corinthians 7 says that I am going to live a life which the Lord has assigned to me and he's called me in. And, And as you do that, God is going to do amazing things in and through you. I'm praying destiny fulfilled. I'm praying that you're going to start uh, thriving and enjoying the God-given purpose and calling on which he has on your life. Well, it's been so fun talking to you about calling today. And I pray that you uh, thrive in everything that you set your hand to do. Until next time on the Joey Miller Podcast, I'll talk to you really soon. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Joey Miller Podcast today. I pray you were blessed by God's word. I pray that the Holy Spirit was speaking to you and ministering to you, that his grace is empowering you to be everything that you're called to be. Well, until next time, I'll see you on the Joey Miller Podcast.